Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. How are you today? I am fine. How are you doing? Wonderful. That's good. Yes, very Um, good. We're lucky that we've had a couple good days, but I guess the weekend isn't going to be that wonderful. No, it's a little more warm and humid but you know what you got to deal with it it's it's summer it's still going to be nice it's summer right it's a little yeah. early for it but it's still okay we'll be okay we'll be fine i prefer yeah, as we said and you know as we talk about this um it's always better to be um uh low humidity but we say this every time um i don't think there's not many people who love that stickiness i don't know anybody who does in all honesty, i do other than joe Piero. oh and and your favorite paper boy he does oh that's the reason why he moved to florida he loves this hot weather loves ugh. it ugh. that's what i said it's just ugh. i can't but we know it. what actually my brother timmy who lives in jupiter he loves yes. it too yeah um, and he works in it because he's a construction manager so he's always in this kind of yuck but uh, and speaking of construction how about that building lind in florida i mean that just yes. is the scariest thing oh it man. is it just collapsed i don't know <sighs> i can't understand why and that nobody seems to know why but um it would uh, it would make me feel very uncomfortable if i lived in a condo where there were 17 20 floors i'd be very uncomfortable because I, well, I, unless you know what caused it, you don't know if that problem is inherent in so many other buildings and just waiting for something to trigger it. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, that's exactly what I was saying this morning. I'm thinking I would, you know, we, we stayed in this um, great development in um, Jupiter called Jupiter Dunes. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, right off the ocean. There were two big buildings in front of that. So it's not like you had an ocean view, but it was literally like a half a block to the ocean. And it's on a nine hole. I think it's a nine hole golf course. And all they are, there are many different buildings, but they're two levels and mm-hmm. they're absolutely fabulous. Two bedrooms, two baths, two lanai's. Um, and I used to say, if I was going to buy something, that's where I would, I would buy is something like that because it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that high up. So Mm-mm. that's good. But um, any birthdays this week? Hmm. 
No, I don't know of any that I'm thinking of. Well, I just actually, my good buddy Ed McMullen's birthday was the 23rd. Uh-huh. So I can give a big shout out to Ed. Mm-hmm. I spoke to him on his birthday and he had a wonderful day. His son came up to surprise him in from uh, Georgia and, uh, you know, it was Father's Day on Sunday and then a couple days later, his birthday. So he said he had a, a great time with his family. So, you, you know, he's, as he says, he's the luckiest guy in, around. So that's, <laughs> that's his favorite line. You never oh, hear him complain. Nice. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday, Ed McMullen. I have... And, uh, I have two stepsisters-in-law. One's birthday is Sunday. That would be uh, Joyce Leach. And then Kelly Leach is Monday. So uh, I don't even, I want to say that uh, Joyce is probably my age or a little younger. So kudos to her for (laughs) having gone through a tough couple years. uh, Not a couple years. I mean, they... They've been all over the world. My stepbrother-in-law, my stepbrother worked for Colgate Palmolive in a bunch of different divisions. And they lived in, uh, oh my goodness, they lived in Brazil. They lived in, uh, in Sao Paulo, Brazil. They lived in New York State when he worked in Manhattan. Uh, they lived in Topeka, Kansas. They, they lived all over the place. They really did. They had a couple Well, then I have to tell you, they're not yeah. in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that Right. <laughs> and she's happy. She's happy they're go. not there. there so go. anyway, they retired. Uh, they have a place right near Hilton Head. And, uh, oh, we, nice. We did have uh, a wonderful time with them. Um, yeah. Didn't you go? To, did you yeah. go to visit them recently? Uh, no, they were. They came oh. here. They were here oh, for Mars. Okay. okay, yeah. That's my right. niece's Mars wedding reception, I guess we call it. So we stayed in the same hotel. We had some wonderful conversations. We had dinners together. We, we had a good time. It was nice to see them. And Ken, Kelly, are they? Well, what? let me ask before I forget are they related to Guy Leach? Do you know Guy Leach? No. Okay. I wonder if they have any affiliation. All right, go ahead. No. Um, and then uh, the other stepsister-in-law is married to uh, my youngest stepbrother, and they live in uh, right in the middle of California. And I I wonder a lot about how they are surviving from all of the heat and um, the Ivers drought and stuff, and and yeah. and then the fires last year. So. Uh-huh. It's tough. It really is difficult. But um, he's retired from the Navy and has been working in government service for several years. So um, I, you know, it, Gary's a, a really neat guy. I like him a lot. And, uh, and his family is great. All three of them were adopted from uh, an orphanage in Colombia south america so really yes and, now wait uh, who who all three all your step family or no his my children? step children my stepbrother gary and his wife kelly whose birthday is monday the they adopted them, three children they adopted three wow that's wonderful the and same then, fa- uh, the same family are they the same, the same? no no they're all okay. they're different they're not 
okay. they're not natural siblings. But uh, my brother, stepbrother, uh, Jimmy Leach, and his wife, Joyce, whose birthday is Sunday, they were the ones that discovered the place. And they adopted two children from there as well. Wow. And I think it came about, if, I'm, if I got the story correctly, because when Jimmy was uh, working with Colgate, they, were, they, they needed some assistance and he was providing them with some of the Colgate products yeah. um, that Aww. they needed. And that's how they got to know about it. And wow. so five children from the orphanage are now U.S. citizens. Oh, I love well. that story. I it's a great story. You've never told me that. That's No, wonderful. I don't think so. I, I, I don't oh, know why. Man. It's great. Uh, so were you able, how old are these um, kids now? No, the kids are now, uh, I, th- I like think. Um, 20 something. Yeah. Mid-20s wow. are the oh, oldest Oh, that's two, so cool. And the others are uh, late teens and early 20s. And I love how, you know, when your mom, um, remarried uh, her second husband or sh- remarried I should say um, she you guys have such a nice relationship with which is really nice when that happens um, when yeah. you merge families like that um, yeah that's a it's a wonderful thing well I think the so, point was that we all recognized that we're adults you know at that yes. point we were well and into adulthood is, yeah and, we, and we happiness had, of them we had very low expectations on it so you know we knew that if things didn't work out with all of the six of us um that it's it was we would all be very supportive of our parents and Mm -hmm. we were and yet we never had to worry about any of the other stuff we'd whenever we'd get together the six of us and spouses and families it was a big time but it was a lot of fun so Yeah. yeah i think it's great so I wanted to show. Yeah. So Shirley birthday. lived. So Shirley lived with. Her, what was Mister? What was your stepdad's first name? Bill. Jim. Jim. So Jim. Shirley lived with Jim in the house that we were last. When I always think of the summer, I always I picture Lynn. It's so funny because I tell you this all the time. I still have a, such a visual of Shirley. You know. Um, in her yard with her shorts on and 80 some years old and a little cap sleeve shirt and her little shorts and great legs and great figure <laughs> in the garden, like walking down the, cause we were in that yard, you know, we were yes. looking at everything that time. Right. And I thought, Oh, I still have that vision of her, which is exactly looking at you now. <laughs> and um, not, you know, you know I what know. I'm saying that. Yes. And I, she, that was, so that's where she lived with Jim then, right? Yes. Lynn? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Did and they then, grow up in that house, the, the leeches, or were yes. they elsewhere? Okay. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's Jim, a great location. Jim built that house. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's where they, they were raised there. Yeah. That's yeah. Their All right. Yeah. That's cool. Well, happy birthday to the leech uh, sisters in law there. Exactly. Good for them. Yeah. That's and, a good um, story. Yes. And uh, how has, um, have you been at the lake since last week yeah yeah well since uh, we have since you got back. home from right yeah right. yeah but we're going today and okay. we're going to spend a long weekend there and uh, then next weekend fourth of july weekend which is really disturbing to me because i can't stand how fast 
the summer, those three months of the summer just whip by. You know, it's just, I, I feel like I just got the boat in the water. We haven't even taken it out once yet. But I feel like the next thing I'll be doing is, oh, where are you going to take the boat to store it for the winter? Oh, I know. Geez. I can't stand I know. it. So, and you know, we better funny start thing, using it. The funny thing is, my father used to say, Fourth of July, the summer, after the fourth of July, the summer's over. <laughs> That was his favorite line. Why? I'm like, oh, really? I have no idea. Somebody told me they've heard that. I don't know, because I guess it just goes so quickly. It does. You know, summer, the 4th of July is such a summer holiday, you know? Yes. And I think that right after that, you know, because then the next thing, you know, right up after the 4th comes Novena for me, which is a big summer kind of right. thing. And, and mm -hmm. then, you know, then you have the, you know, and I think August is, you know, it's just, it's a long, hot month. <laughs> so I, it mean, is. I don't know why people say it because it's a long month. And so is July, you know, it's 31 know. days in each month. So I think uh, every, the thing that saddens me the most is when all the garden centers, I think I've said this before, start bringing out the asters. Is that what they are? Those, um, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Um, the fall flowers the fall flowers i can't stand it yep. it breaks my heart when i see them it's just I like know. no wait 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 we're not there yet we're not there yet stop i know stop and then, we got, then we've the got all the back to school the... stuff and oh man i know i ignore the back to school stuff now because i don't have to think about it <laughs> exactly so exactly. that's it that's it that's and there's no stuff. back well that's how it works so um, we're going to take a quick sorry, break. Sorry, take a break, yeah. Yeah, we'll be back in a few minutes. Well, good morning. We're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the uh, managing director and financial planner of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and several others. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And um, we were talking just before we took the break about some of the things that, uh, that we love about the summer and flowers and all that kind of stuff. I read an article in, of all things, Prevention Magazine, which I never think of as far as something that we should talk about, but I've had this conversation with several people in the last, I would say two weeks. And it's interesting that I bring it up now because there is, there is a scientific evidence to support what we've always innately known that the more time we spend outdoors, the better it is for us. So, yep. Yeah, we know that. And of course, during the pandemic, it forced a lot of us to go out, out yes. outside, yes. you know, be outside, see people outside. And all that really is not just a good idea or a way of coping with COVID-19, but there is great value to continue to do that. And I think this is one of the positive things that came out of the, the pandemic, that people are now recognizing how much better they feel when they spend some time outdoors. So 
there's this uh, art, the article and the author of this book is, is saying that being outdoors is a natural antidote to stress. And this was uh, Dr. Richard Taylor, who's uh, the head of physics department at the University of Oregon, who studies how nature's patterns affect mental health. This, this number blew me away. His research shows that stress levels plummet by 60%, six zero, when we view patterns like those found in nature. Humans evolved for thousands of years outdoors and our physiology is designed around it. But then we built these boxes to live in and there has been a growing move to be inside more. Our stress levels keep growing because of that too. Indeed, study after study over the past two decades has confirmed that green spaces, water, and sunlight confer health benefits that range from improved healing rates after surgery and strengthened immunity to decrease chronic pain. But the impact on mental health might be the most dramatic of all. Therapists and doctors use water and bright light therapy to treat not only seasonal affective disorder, but also depression, PTSD, and ADHD. Then this person was talking about walking along the beach, and she said she heard the rhythm of the tide and saw the eagles and herons soaring above, and she felt liberated, unburdened for the first time in months. That day, she and her husband vowed to make a trip to the beach, to hike, to read, or just sit and stare every week. Then another doctor who wrote a book about this called Blue Mind, the surprising science that shows how being near, in, on, or underwater can make you happier, healthier, more connected, and better at what you do. Quote from him is, living things crave water. And honestly, we flourish when we're near it. He says, explaining that seeing or even hearing water triggers a flood of neurochemicals that increase blood flow to the brain and the heart. It's instantly calming. A 2020 review of research on the human water connection concluded that being in or near water had a direct positive impact on mental health. In one study, even just standing in front of an exhibit in an aquarium, was enough to lower heart and lift mood. Amazing. A newer study from the UK found that participants from low-income households were 40% less likely to exhibit symptoms of mental illness when they lived near water compared with those in the same income level who lived farther inland. Nichols explains that this is because back when our ancestors were on the move, Finding water was a matter of life or death. So hearing or seeing it is enough to ease the mind. Floating or swimming has been shown to almost immediately produce a meditative state. The best news is that achieving blue mind, the term researchers commonly use to describe the peaceful state induced by proximity to water is very simple. We reap the benefits to certain to different degrees, whether we take a long swim in a lake, stare out at crashing ocean waves, 
listen to a trickling brook or just sit on the beach, I'm sorry, sit on a bench by a pond watching ducks swim by. Do what works for you and do it as often as possible, he said. And that, that even on days when you can't get outside, you can help yourself breathe easier by taking a shower or a bath or by staring at a photo or painting of, say, dolphin swimming, especially if it reminds you of a particular body of water that brings you joy. You can even tap into the wonder of water by streaming a documentary, such as the Oscar-winning My Octopus Teacher, or watching a live stream of jellyfish at the Monterey Bay Aquarium on YouTube, or colorful tropical fish from the Shed Museum, the Shed Aquarium in Chicago. That's that to me is astounding, but it explains why we love to go up to the lake and just sit there and stare at the lake. You know, go for walks and whatever. So I, I don't know. I think it's good. I, I like the idea, and and I I think that it's it should be that that's how that's more of what we do every day. Lynn, you know, the other thing is, and it's true, I, you know, that I have in my yard and I'm out on my deck now all, all the time. Well, I was out there anyway, but now I'm even out there more. And, you know, I have two ponds in my yard and mm -hmm. one of them is right near my deck. So I can, I just turn it on. I just love that sense of there's something between be with the birds chirping and the pond and the water trickling and the, the noise of it, the babbling brookie kind of way about it. it it's, it is the most soothing thing. Mm -hmm. The other day I just sat there and like, I mean, I would do it as often as I can, but I don't always have, have time, but I just sat back and closed my eyes and just listened to everything. And it is the most, it really is a, a calming, not, I didn't sleep or take a nap. It just, to, to sort of regroup and, and listen was wonderful. So I think that that's, yeah. that, that is absolutely true. And, and the blue must mean, you know, like they say these blue, what are they blue zones? And uh, that must yes. all equate to the same thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yep. I guess yeah. I, don't, I don't, I didn't really look at the book, but I assume it has something to do with that and, and that it's something that prolongs life. Because simply by lowering our stress levels, uh, we can live longer. Mm -hmm. We're not producing as much cortisol and kicking our system into high gear. Uh, it's a good thing. So I think more people need to be looking at, if nothing else, get a little aquarium uh, and, and take care. My, my brother loved them. He had them all over the house. But I don't think that they were what I would consider to be calming he just loved the pets he loved to watch mm -hmm. the fish do what they did but it was really nice and i i've often wondered you know why is it that people go to the beach in the summertime why why do they connect that with vacation and they they connect it because it's just what they said it's the rhythm the pattern of nature that calms us down and being near water is instinctively a calming effect Mm -hmm. and whether it's yeah, a, a beach it. um, with the ocean or if it's waterfalls or if it's lakes my favorite yeah it's just there's just fun everywhere and I know that when we go out for a boat ride 
and we come back and we tie the boat up, get everything put back together and come back to the house and sit there. We could fall asleep in five minutes because mm -hmm. we just feel so calm, so calm yeah. to the point of being able to fall asleep. So yep. I guess that well, there is... Patrick Patrick's what? been doing that a long time, right? I mean, he's yeah. been at that lake since he's a young guy, right? Yeah. Yes. But he doesn't yeah, need a, he doesn't need a lake to fall asleep. Need anything to fall asleep? No, we know that. We. <laughs> but he's been doing. He I mean you. He loves it there. He, he loves it. And he that's does. that's really why people. I think I think they do it. It's just there is something about it. Um, and go and I always like even if you're not in the water but I love to look at an ocean and the waves crashing and the sound mm -hmm. of all that. It's a beautiful thing. It's a uh, very soothing. So I wish we could every week make a plan to go to the beach because, and I think it's neat to go in the winter too, because it's just a whole different, uh, not to go on it, but to watch it and see what happens. Yeah. It's a whole different experience. So, and again, another reason to live in um, Lewis, Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It goes right back to that, Lynn, right back. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. Rehoboth yeah, or Bethany, yes. any of those wonderful places down there. But I, I have to tell you something. I think I did say this once before, but it's worth repeating because of what you just said about you could be there even in the wintertime. I lived yeah. in New Jersey on the very close to the, the ocean for a couple months. I think it was nine months. Uh, from January through the end of um, September, somewhere in there. And what blew me away was that I was literally about 100 feet from the ocean at one point. And I, I drove past the apartment complex and drove out to the end of the road, which stopped at the, the waterfront. And I mm -hmm. remember this day, I came home and it was snowing, but I can't, I could not reconcile in my head that it's snowing on the ocean because, yeah, because ocean is always summertime for me. Yeah. You know, and watching the snow falling into the ocean was the weirdest confluence of things that just it, my brain could not connect. And it was just so funny to see it. It was something I'd never yeah. seen in my life. So that's anyway, a neat thing. It was fun. It was cool. Peacefulness. That's what we need to be at yes. peace. Yeah. There I we like go. That idea. So be near water. Listen to it. Turn your thoughts. Turn your thoughts on for a little bit. <laughs> Any of that. It's a good feeling. So yeah, but right, it well, also produces. We'll... It also produces other urges which we don't like. Yes, that's <laughs> correct too. <laughs> Yo, baby. Yes. Well, we are going to take, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we have the lovely Jill Valentini from Fidelity Bank coming up next and um, we'll be right back. So please stay tuned. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynch show. We'll be right back. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director and the financial planner with Women of Substance LLC, that's a financial planning firm in Clark Summit, Pennsylvania, that is designed specifically for baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on Google Podcast, 
Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and several others. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And our guest expert today is Jill Valentini. And Jill is the assistant and an assistant vice president uh, and a retail branch manager with Fidelity Bank. Welcome, Jill. Hi, Jill. Thank you. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, we're thrilled to have you back for what, the third or fourth time? I love it. Maybe more. I don't know. Fourth time's a charm, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, no. But I love you ladies, so I'm excited anytime I can get back and spend some time with you. That's right. So it's a mutual admiration society here. Here (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So what are we, what's new at Fidelity Bank? So we have big, big things, big, exciting things happening. Um, uh, we're merging uh, our second merger in two years with Landmark Bank, um, which is a Luzerne County bank. Uh, we are expanding our footprint into Luzerne County. So we do have a few branch locations there now, but we're excited to really expand our footprint and really you know our focus is is a community bank. It's it's one of our core values that we strive to to donate our time, talent, and treasure, and be able to to lend dollars back out into the communities where we. I love how Dan, our CEO, says that it. it's pray, play, work, and live. We give our our treasure back to that. So we're really excited. We've got some some events happening where we're doing some random acts of kindness. We're bringing the ice cream truck out. I know you ladies Yay! love our sweets and treats <laughs> truck. <laughs> if I can't yeah. if, I, if I can't have my chocolate chip cookies, I'll take the ice cream <laughs> truck. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So I'll have to let you know, you know, where the truck is going to be at down in Luzerne yes. County, close to your to you ladies when you're when we're doing the show. Show. So, okay. so we're really excited to um, really reach out and, and, and get connected further in Luzerne community and connect with the landmark bankers that will be welcomed into the Fidelity family and be able to, to be a part of a pillar in the community and, and bring some more Fidelity banking to that area. So there's a lot happening here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you help- Go ahead. How many do we have? How many branches do you have in Luzerne County that you're acquiring? So we're acquiring five more branches. So with our um, merger last year and with our existing footprint and with this one, we'll be up to 23 branches. Wow. It's a big footprint. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. great. That is. Yeah. We're really proud of that, and and I'm very, very proud to say, you know, we're still, while we're growing, and that's a a success for the organization, we're still very community-minded, so, you know, we'll never be that that big, big bank feel. We always want to be connected and, and outreach and really be partners within the community, so it's really exciting. Well, Jill, the, um, the Fidelity Bank uh, feeling that everybody gets. Um, how 
do you think when you, I'm sh- and you may not know this question, but when, when the mergers happen and, and, and everything's acquired and everything happens, how, is there like a specific training or is there something that Dan lets everyone know is, 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 you know, something you guys all do and you want them to join in? How does that get relayed to the other banks that you're merging with? So we're going through, while we're going through this, we're on a, a, a merger team and, I, you know, it's kind of, we, we meet weekly with a certain department partners with um, the bank that we're merging with and also our counterparts within the banks. So there's weekly team meets where we roll out and execute planning for that. But also there's a lot of outreach and one-on-one time uh, with our counterparts to kind of bring our cultures together and marry the best of the both so that it's not, you know, your way, my way, it's, it's our way, the new way. And um, we're really excited because it, they're great community bankers that we're merging with. So they're very like-minded. Um, we're excited to welcome that client base into us. You know, we provide a stellar client experience as well as Landmark has. So I think it's a good marriage of the both. But, you know, to to echo your points, there's a lot of training involved in that as far as the technical side of it. But what we really get excited about is is bringing that fidelity culture and, and, you know, Landmark's culture together and really focusing on how we can help the community. Um, Community banks are really, I think, one of the most important pieces of a community because those dollars aren't going to big box stores or big chain stores. They're going into, you know, your neighborhood diner or, you know, your neighborhood restaurant or, you know, the small business owner that has a storefront. And and we all could attest to coming off of the pandemic and the year that we have, we're hoping that, you know, we can really continue to partner with those small businesses and do our part to the community to help get them back on their feet or expand or grow. So I, I, I think it's a, a very important time, especially when you're merging, because this is top of mind coming out of the past year and a half that we have and, and really getting to know each other and getting the boast, both, best of both worlds in this merger and uh, embracing that and, and learning from each other and, and really becoming a solid unit within the Luzerne County footprint. So I think, I, go ahead, Lynn. Yeah, I was just thinking about, I remember that when the back office, not back office, back mountain branch opened um, in Dallas area, there was some wonderful opportunities there for giveaways and lotteries and all kinds of really cool stuff that was going on to announce the fact that, hey, we're here and we're in the back mountain. What are the, some of the things besides the ice cream truck, what are some of the things that you have in mind for letting Northeastern Pennsylvanians know about the merger and, and the new branches and all that good stuff? Now that we can. Yes. Well, you said it. Now that we can, right? So we're yeah. all, uh, 
back back out and at it. I, I went to a, a network luncheoning about a month and a half ago where I didn't have to wear masks, you know, safely. Yes. I'm vaccinated. I just wanted to share that. But, um, you know, there was a point in our lives, I think we've all felt that, like, if I have to attend one more event, and now <laughs> I, I'm on the opposite scale, I'm like, I want to attend every event and be yeah. out and connect, you know, I think we're all searching for that. So, you know, with the help of our marketing team, you know, our lovely Joanne that, that leads that she's got Mm -hmm. some, some ideas to kind of really expand that out. Um, I know in the past with our back mountain and our mountaintop locations, we've partnered with some community organizations where we've given some grant dollars out into the community. So, I mean, those are things other than the ice cream truck that we would be looking for. I'm sure once we are, um, there's a lot of branding and a lot of, you know, some, some remodeling that has to go into that. So there'll be maybe not immediately at the end of the year since our, our merger is happening. Our legal day one is in July, but in September is when our conversion will happen. So once we get through that and in that, I'm sure the beginning of the year, there's going to be lots of celebrations around that and a lot of um Marketing, uh, marketing is not the right word. A lot of events around that. Yeah. Um, but in the interim, we're partnering with our counterparts at Landmark and and trying to des- you know figure out can we can we do a summer event? Can we show up at a place with the ice cream truck? Are there random acts of kindness that we can do? So there's a a lot of ants in the ant hills pushing in the right direction to not only um, business-wise make things go off without a hitch and, and, and allow for the clients to, to have a seamless, you know, interaction with us, but to also really um, introduce, we want to be introduced to their clients and vice versa. We want them to, you know, embrace us as well. So, so lots of exciting things to come. Stay tuned. I can't give it all away, you know. <laughs> you can't, no. But, you yeah. know, Jill, it's, it's wonderful that um, you, from a fidelity standpoint and, and to have that because I, I, I've really never been part of a merger in a bank in all my banking years. Uh, I, I just left one at the third national when they, they merged. So I wasn't part of that. And the other, a couple other banks was, I kind of left right before it happened. So I didn't have that, but there's a lot of um, good that can be done there with that type of uh, situation and in it better for the customer, better for everybody else. And if everybody is all playing in the sandbox together in a good way, it, it's going to work out the way it should, should work out. And everyone is, has that same philosophy, as you said, that you want that this com- community can rely on fidelity to be that person, to be that bank uh, and the people there to be the people who help and contribute. Because as you know, we, I just interviewed Dan today for something. And um, on uh, for the IHM, and we were talking about that, and the fact that, and we say this all the time, that you get the the, the time that you get to to volunteer. I mean, not all places do stuff like that. It's a wonderful opportunity for the bank to be involved in this community. Agreed. That's one of my passions and why I've been with the bank for we're approaching fifteen years. You know, we Whoa. actually. 
Yeah, I know. It's scary, isn't that? <laughs> but it's it really gives me that sense of, you know, and I'm a military brat, you know that. And, you know, the military was a very tight-knit community. And when my father retired and we moved back to this area, you know, I was always looking for that sense of community since we were out of that network and being yep. involved um, with, with the bank and, and being how connected they are that you know, between networking and donations and being able to, to, to meet clients and, and, and the ability that a fidelity affords that to really do good in the community between volunteering and, and all of those things. It's just a really rewarding place to work. And I'm very proud to be a part of that. You know, not only does it enable me to, you know, have my career, but I'm just very passionate that and blessed that that allows me to be able to give back to the community, not only in my career advice, but in my volunteer time and my connections within the community. Yeah, I think it's great. And, and do us a favor, keep up the good work and tell everybody if they need to contact you or anyone at Fidelity, what would they do? So if they needed to contact a Fidelity Bank, we would love to hear from anybody. It's always best to go to our website and that's www bank at fidelity.com or you can reach out to me via phone if, if that's your preference and I'm happy to direct however we can help and that's at 570-504-2226. There we go. Well, Jill, as, as always, it's a pleasure to have your bubbly personality on the other side. Keep up the good work. Um, lots of good things happening. You'll be back, I hope, to tell us more. And Lynn, maybe she'll be able to give you a little a little more scoop on what you were trying to slide out the information a little early on. Uh, <laughs> Lynn was tricky there, Jill, just so you know. She was trying to do that. Well, we can't spoil the surprises, you know. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Right. Uh, one thing Lynn wants very quickly when it happens is when the cookies are back. So make sure you tell her, okay? Yes. That's, You're she's first been- on my list, Lynn. Thank she's you. first on my list, Lori. I'll make sure she's taken care of. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so for everything. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. It's going to be a hot one, but a nice one. So stay safe out there. So thanks for listening. See you soon. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.